This is Health Dose, a conversational podcast that tackles issues surrounding your health. I'm Jerry O'Donnell, and today we're going to talk about one of the most common areas for injuries among athletes, young and old. Injuries to the shoulder. Kyle Stevenson is a physical therapist who specializes in treating athletes of all ages. We asked Kyle what types of sports normally result in shoulder injuries. Baseball and softball would be the main sports, but really any overhead sport, swimming, tennis, volleyball, any sport where you've got repetitive movements overhead, those can lead to shoulder and elbow injuries. The other thing that we're seeing is a lot of kids are playing the same sport over and over again and starting at a younger age, so there are more shoulder and elbow injuries occurring now. Is the overhead throwing motion something that our body was designed to do? No. So typically more of an underhand motion would be more natural. So the overhead throwing motion is going to put a lot more stress on the rotator cuff and the labrum located deep inside the shoulder joint. So it's placing a lot of unnatural stress on the shoulder joint. So if this is kind of an unnatural motion, and if it's something our body wasn't designed to do, what kind of injuries are most common from somebody using their over-the-head motion? Most of your injuries are going to be due to overuse, and those would include tears to the labrum, tears to the rotator cuff, tears to the capsule or ligaments that surround the shoulders. The other thing that you'll see is impingement syndrome in the shoulder where structures are getting pinched. That can occur in the front or the back of the shoulder. You'll also see problems such as little league shoulder where you get an overuse injury that causes widening of the growth plate due to the unnatural stress that's placed on the shoulder joint. You'll also see problems such as scapular dyskinesis or abnormal movement where the shoulder blade isn't moving appropriately, which can also lead to injuries in the shoulder joint itself. So there's an injury that's so common they actually named it for Little League. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there's so many of these kids now who are specializing in one sport, which causes stress to the shoulder joint over and over again all year. They're not getting enough rest periods, so they get this overuse injury where they actually have to take sometimes months off at a time to let it heal. How young of an age group of patients are you seeing as a physical therapist with shoulder problems? I've seen kids as young as eight years old that are coming in with shoulder problems, but most commonly it's that 12 to probably 14 or 15 year old age group. Mm -hmm. And I think it's mainly due to the fact that these kids are developing throughout their legs a lot quicker than their upper body. So they get this big, strong lower body and core that they're using to throw off of and their upper body just hasn't caught up fast enough. So they don't have the upper body strength and control to decelerate their arm appropriately and they get these overuse injuries. I was going to ask you, is there a difference in the injuries you see among younger people as opposed to older people or even the elderly? I mean, are some of these injuries because of the age group of the people experiencing the injury? Yeah, definitely. So something like shoulder impingement or rotator cuff tears, those are usually more common in the older population and usually due to just the repetitive nature of our upper extremity use, our arm use. Whereas the younger kids, you're seeing more of the strains and overuse type injuries from the repetitive throwing. Are there injuries that you see in the shoulders that are caused by non-athletic pursuits? I'm I'm thinking about construction workers and people who work with tools like that. Do they experience shoulder injuries as well? Certainly. People who have occupations where they are doing repetitive movements with their shoulders, 
painters, people who do drywall, construction, anything where you're reaching overhead a lot, electricians, those are all positions that put the shoulder in a position where it can pinch the tendons that are right in the front of the shoulder. Mm -hmm. So those types of occupations really increase your risk of having shoulder problems down the road. What's the role of warm-up and stretching, and how important is that to preventing shoulder injuries? So a good warm-up is going to be extremely important to prevent injuries. If we're talking baseball or softball, these kids need to be doing something where they're getting a good sweat going prior to starting competition. So they need to be sprinting. They need to be doing different movements that get their whole body moving. That helps to lubricate the joints and get their body ready for the stresses that are going to occur with playing. Stretching also plays an important role, especially to make sure that you have enough shoulder internal rotation. So if you don't have enough internal rotation in the shoulder, when you get to a certain point of your throwing motion, you're going to run out of shoulder motion and that stress is going to be transferred down to the elbow. I guess I didn't look at it like that, but that's the whole point of warming up is lubricating the shoulder and getting it ready for exercise. Yep, definitely. If I'm having shoulder pain, at what point do I need to see a physician? So if you're at the point where you're taking ibuprofen or Tylenol or you're having to ice significantly to get yourself through a game or you're doing this prior to starting a game because you know it's going to hurt, you're already putting yourself at a really significant injury risk. So if you're at that point, you're already past where you should be to go in and see your pediatrician or your sports medicine physician. What are some common treatments that you're using as a physical therapist to treat shoulder injury? So one of the most common things that I find in my throwing athletes is they have a lack of range of motion in the shoulder. Some of the structures around the shoulder, usually muscular, are very tight, and we need to correct the imbalances side to side. The other thing that I see is scapular dyskinesis. So they've got poor movement of the shoulder blade or weakness around the shoulder blade. Those muscles on the backside of your shoulder are your brakes when you throw. So if you're throwing repetitively and those muscles are weak, you're putting a lot of unnatural stress on your shoulder and your elbow because those muscles aren't decelerating the arm enough. Those are my main areas that I, I work on, but you'll also see other things like tendonitis that require modalities like ultrasound or electrical stim to help progress those. Mm -hmm. So it's not just exercise that we do in a physical therapy environment, you're using other treatment methods to bring the shoulder back to function. Exercises are, are an important part of the treatment, but a lot of times the exercises can be taught to the patient and the patient can do those at home on their own. And then we can utilize our time in the physical therapy clinic for things that we do as therapists manually, whether it's manual soft tissue work that we're doing on those muscles, manual stretching, joint mobilizations, modalities like ultrasound and electrical stim. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that we can utilize our time to provide better. What's the best thing I can do with my child who's in sports to prevent shoulder injury? And what's the best thing I can do as a grown-up to prevent shoulder injury in my own body? For your child, I think the most important thing would be to have them warm up properly before games and practices just doing a couple of tosses with a buddy isn't going to be enough to get them warmed up and ready for action. If they're having pain, bring them in, have them see their pediatrician or sports medicine physician. And it could be something as easy as a couple of visits that are used to show your child some exercises that they can work on at home. If it's the off season, that's a great time to start working on strengthening and conditioning to get them ready for the upcoming season. As an adult, same thing. 
you know, we all want to jump out of our cars and start playing a sport where we can't do that anymore. We're not young. We're not as flexible as we used to be. So really a really good warm up is going to help to prevent injuries the most in adults. Kyle Stevenson is a physical therapist who specializes in treating athletes of all ages. He wanted me to remind you that prevention of injury is key to a long career. Pitchers, especially those who are younger, should limit the number and types of pitches thrown to minimize the risk of injury. It's suggested that the curveball shouldn't be thrown until a player is at least 14 years of age, and the slider pitch should wait until 17. Little League Baseball has guidelines on pitches per day and rest periods. Those should be followed for each age as well. As always, if you have health concerns, the best place to check is your primary care provider. If you need help finding a primary care provider, you should go to midmichigan.org slash doctors. For more information on sports medicine, go to midmichigan.org slash wellsport. I'm Jerry O'Donnell. Check back again soon for another edition of Health Dose.